How's it going, everybody? You're very welcome along to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast. We're dropping the FPL for the month as we're covering some World Cup coverage. So you can stay with us for the, I suppose, over the course of the month or so, and we'll uh, cover as much as we can. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at FantasylandFPL. If you have any World Cup related questions or comments about the games over the last couple of days, or even the games in the future, you can get us there. Dara is here with me over in Dubai. Uh, we're surprised you haven't uh, taken a plane or or something like that to head over to Qatar since you're so close, Dara. Why haven't you? <laughs> um, we did apply. We applied for tickets and okay. I didn't get them. But my friend Shane, eventually, like the second round, he got them. But um, there wasn't really games that kind of suited and that kind of with um, our weekends and holidays. So... I don't think he accepted them in the end and just it just seems like to it's to be honest it's close but it seems like a lot of hassle and it's very very expensive and like hotels were booked out straight away and then I think even we heard there to cross you can drive from here the UAE to Qatar yeah. but it looks far though doesn't it yeah I'm not even sure what the distance is but I think they're charging 5,000 dirhams to wow. pass the border that's like a thousand something euro Wow, um, just to get across, and, like yeah, there's there's flights. I think they're doing shuttles as well, but it's just it's um it's gonna be a costly trip and like yeah, it's a shame. I would have loved to have gone, yeah. but it looks. What can you do? I think the you know the 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 backdrop and all you know controversy with the awarding of mm. the of the World Cup. I mean, yeah. you see on TV there, you know, you've, you've been watching a lot of the games. I've seen, I actually sat down for a couple of minutes there uh, to watch the start of the Spain game. Actually, just as you see, I see you looking across there on the Zoom card yeah, here. Spain, Spain have just scored a second one. Yeah, so uh, it was Asensio. Yeah, yeah. you Marco said you, you thought he scored the first one, yeah. Yeah, so he's and playing Jordi, part of Jordi Alba, Jordi Alba still playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah he set it up, assist. I don't, even, I don't even know who he's playing for now. He's not playing for Barcelona, is he? I'd have I think he's still with them, yeah, but they're tough to get rid of him because his okay. his money, what he's on, is a lot. Okay, right, yeah. So you heard it here, everybody. Uh, live score updates here on the podcast. Of course, we're <laughs> recording this on uh, Wednesday. So earlier on today, Germany lost by two goals to one. Well, actually, not that long ago. Now it was only a couple hours ago. They took the lead through um, Gundogan penalty early on. Uh, they had a lot of chances in the game and then eventually Japan had a really good second half and hit them back 1-2-1 one, one in the end. Big win for Japan. We'll get through, we'll get through all that in a bit um, as we get through the podcast. But yeah, what we're going to do today is it's going to be a different kind of podcast, I suppose. You know, we're just going to go through the last couple of days in the World Cup. We're going to predict our overall winners. We'll pick a dark horse and a team that's not going to play well, a flop. Uh, we're going to go into top scorers, uh, best players. We're going to talk about group winners later on as well. I just want to talk very briefly about World Cup fantasy and the general experience that people have been having with playing the game, either be negative or positive. Mm -hmm. I'll go through a little bit of that. And yeah, we'll just, we'll just discuss, I suppose, the games in the future over the next couple of days as well and uh, see if we can make any sense of it. So, Dara, before we get stuck into it, just very briefly, I want to like just close the, the book on this straight away because I know it's been dominating sports headlines. We've seen this massive interview from Cristiano Ronaldo with Pierce Morgan last week. Everybody absolutely stuck to it. Um, a lot of the stuff that he says in the interview is probably fact, 
Do you know, he's not really, I don't think he's telling, like, he's not making stuff up or he's not making lies, I wouldn't say. But from your point of view, did you always feel that this was a collision course that was going to happen eventually with Man United and Ronaldo? Did you feel that, that it was going to happen, you know, with the way, you know, he storms off before the game ends against Tottenham? He's generally not happy. Um, do, do you think this was this this was always coming? I think after the summer when he didn't get that move and then when he wasn't playing games or getting game time, you could see it that something was going to happen. Something was going to... Either United were going to let him go or it, he was going to leave in January, but... I don't think I saw the way that he was going to do it. Like it'd be like us with our employers and still in contract and still at work yeah. and saying, "Look, going to the going to I don't know another say someone else in the workplace or doing an interview and saying, "Look, I don't respect the man or my manager." You know, you're still yeah. employed by them, and once you do that, once you did that, that's it. You can't really go back on that. Um, yeah, disappointing in a way the way it ended because. He's a legend at the club, and last year he was very good. Yeah, um, a lot of goals last year. He's right up there with the top scorers. Like, was he one more than Kane or one less like than that, Kane yeah. or something? Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, just the way it ended there. I don't like personally the way he did it. He should have maybe waited till after when he left the club to do something like that. And that's fair. You go back if you're not happy, but. To do it while you're still there, it's like he's pushing his way out. And now today he's got what he wanted, didn't they? They've let his contract yeah. or he let him leave with immediate effect or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's what he wanted. He obviously knew what he was doing. He knew that he mightn't get the move otherwise because I was listening earlier on to um podcast. Who was it? I can't remember who was talking, but they were saying that at United a lot of the players and staff and that kind of respect Ronaldo. But during the summer, they said, yeah, I think it's time for him to go. But the Glazers said, no, you're not selling him. You need to keep him. Yeah. And then that's what kind of decided and ended up why he was staying. And really, it wouldn't have ended like this if he'd gone in the summer and he still would have been a bit of respect there, you know, because yeah. I'd say he's lot of, lost a lot of respect yeah. from... United fans and in general just the way he's come across it's a bit I don't know it's kind of yeah it's hard to it's hard to either be with him or you know against yeah. him. you know it's kind of, you're kind of caught in the middle he, like he could have done so many things better but yeah he, he comes across as being like I can't think of the word but egotistical really isn't yeah it? yeah about himself like it comes across as that and it's not good and like that interview um, with Piers Morgan, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure to, what to make of him either, Piers Morgan. Yeah. But he was putting words into his mouth, like the thing with Rooney and that he was saying, or oh, Rooney attack, he's kind of attacked you or whatever. It, he, Ronaldo wasn't saying it, but then he's putting into, he was kind of controlling some of the things, yeah. which, but you know, for a makes fact it that... out that Ronaldo is like saying yeah. it. Yeah, but it, you know, Piers Morgan is like it was. It was no surprise that he was all over that interview when yeah. when, it, when it came out. Like I mean, out of all the people he could have went to, I mean, he was he was the one that uh, that managed to get it. And uh, yeah, look, it was explosive stuff. I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Obviously, you as a Manchester mm. United fan, be interesting to see now. You know, Man United will go forward. 
and uh, they'll try and get a replacement for him in uh, the January window. You would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think like I think it's good. I think like Ten Hag is on the right track, and it looks yeah. way more positive. So we'll hope now just move forward. And he's he's dealt with everything well. In fairness, yeah. Ten Hag in what's happened, and who knows where Ronaldo will go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the MLS in America probably more than likely, but we'll just have to wait and mm. see. Right, let's talk about the World Cup. We'll uh, skim through the last couple of, or the first couple of days of the World Cup. Uh, I'll just start off with, I suppose, yeah, we'll start off on Sunday and we'll kind of just make our way towards today, of course, which is Wednesday. So opening game of the World Cup was Qatar and Ecuador. So Ecuador won by two goals to nil. Bit of controversy in this one, Dara. Ecuador's first goal, you know, looked perfectly okay, ruled out for offside. I sat at home on Sunday and I said, oh, no, here we go. You know, these bar decisions starting to go the way of Qatar. Please don't let this be the way. But in fairness, Ecuador had, a, had an awful lot, you know, more than than Qatar on the day. I think Qatar are probably quite limited with with their capabilities. Is that fair to say? I'd agree. Yeah. And I think that first half, they were nervous. There's a lot You could see the yeah. pressure was on them. So on top of them, maybe being not, the, the strongest team with nerves makes things even worse so yeah um, like to take from that as well I was saying yeah the second half they came out and they were a lot better but then I was talking to someone else and they were saying well Ecuador sat back and let Qatar have all the play in the second half or a lot yeah. of it and they still couldn't do anything. So nearly this other person I was talking to was saying it was nearly worse in the second half because they had the ball and they still weren't able to yeah. create or do anything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that yeah, you're right. I, I was just going to mention that there. I, I think uh, Ecuador had felt that they had done everything they had to do to win that game. And, you know, come away with three points. Valencia, the former West Ham striker, with the uh, with the goals. You're, you're saying the Spain have scored a third there, Dara. Three, three nil, yeah. yeah. Just wow. my TV is behind, so it's a penalty. But my live score is popping up here. Yeah. And who has scored? Pedri. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll keep, we'll keep going. Yeah. We'll keep going. Sorry, we, won't, yeah. uh, we, we won't. Uh, we won't. Uh, we Taras, won't keep Taras. it uh, too long. I mean, obviously, when this podcast goes out, that game will be well over. Um. <laughs> So look, I'll just I'll just briefly keep going because I like I'm aware yeah. we'll probably we'll probably be here all night. Uh, then on Monday, obviously the first game was uh, England and Iran. So England beat Iran by six goals to two. Absolutely massive win for England. I mean they scored some great goals. Harry Kane looked really good. Jude Bellingham, Saka with an unbelievable finish as well. So they'll be absolutely delighted to get off the board in that one. Uh, next game then was Senegal and the Netherlands. Poor enough game for most of it here. Uh, Netherlands kind of just two two quick goals at the end to put Senegal away. Senegal, of course, missing Sadio Mane. It's going to be a big loss for them in this tournament and they'll find it very difficult to uh, get out of that group, I guess. Uh, then the final game on Monday was USA and Wales. USA took the lead. Uh, Wales then led on with Gareth Bale penalty to save a point for the Welshmen. They actually could have won that game as well. I think they had the chances. Moving on then to Tuesday, then one of the absolute shocks of the whole uh, group stages in the last couple of days. Uh, Argentina won up, a lot of chances, and then Saudi Arabia hit them back for the equaliser and then only go and win the whole thing. Dara, not a great start for Argentina 
in that one. But they had a couple of offside calls as well that didn't go their way and stuff like that. So they were disappointed yeah. with that. Yeah, massive shock. Probably one of the biggest shocks ever in the World Cups or any World Cup. Well, I, I didn't get to see it all because I was working, but uh, yeah, couldn't believe it, especially when Argentina were 1-0 up as well. And you thought Messi scored the penalty and this is the start of it. And then Saudi Arabia, in fairness, Saudi Arabia, they, some cracking go- the goal was Yeah, the winner to, that goal. to win the game was, was class, yeah. Yeah, it deserved it went to be a winner. Yeah, so not a good start for Argentina. A lot of people's favourites to win the thing outright, but uh, they'll have uh, no, no pill battle. I still think they'll, they'll probably qualify, but obviously if they were to draw or lose their next game, they'd be in serious trouble. Mexico and Poland then was the other game in that group. That finished in Lil all. Robert Lewandowski missed a penalty. Uh, Mexico goalkeeper uh, making a huge save in that one uh, to save the point for his team. Denmark and Tunisia, another nil all draw in Group D. Again, probably not much not much to write home about in that one. Just kind of played out. I don't think there was many chances for either side. The final game in Group D uh, and of the day on Tuesday was France and Australia. France had went 1-0 down to uh, one, a good goal from the Australian striker. Uh, but they came back. And in fairness, Giroud scored twice. Mbappe was really good as well. And the world champions came away with the win. Uh, that is Tuesday covered. Then today, obviously... Uh, Wednesday we had uh, the early game was uh, who was it? It was Morocco and Croatia that finished yeah. it all. Another another poor enough game, I suppose. If you're sitting down watching World Cup games, you're probably a little bit underwhelmed at some of these results, but that that can happen sometimes. Then Germany and Japan, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, Germany go one 0 up through an Ikai Gundogan penalty. Uh, Japan come back and turn the game on its head to win 2-1. That is pretty much on the same level as Saudi Arabia's results. They, you know, that's one of the biggest results in their football in history. Uh, and as Dara has been uh, mentioning there, keeping us uh, up to date, Mr. Live Score here himself, uh, Spain are 3-0 up at the minute in the 34th minute against Costa Rica. Goals from uh, Danny Olmo, uh, Marco Asensio and Fernand Torres with the penalty to make it 3-0. That is Everything that has happened so far, we're literally up to date on the podcast here now. So, Dara, predictions for winners. I only want one prediction, and I want it to be a solid, I want solid evidence behind it. Who are you going to go for? So, I'm going to go stick with what I chose before the game started. And some of the things you might say, some of them are the winner or whatever I choose here, might say after the first few games you might say no it's not going to happen but it's only one game though I yeah true I chose Argentina okay as my winner um so again with the Messi factor and they have a, f- a good few players now they might not have the world class players they used to have as in the star players but they, as in the qualifying and their record and they won the Copa America they have a good team like and they seem to be Manager is good and they're just working well. And I just had a feeling, and I've I know they lost Saudi Arabia, but um, I'm going to stick by them and stick with them. Um, like for, do you want me to go through? Do you want me just to go with the winner, or do you want me to go through anything else? Well, you can go for like yeah, your your your, your uh, prediction for the winner, and if you want to go through uh, your your dark horse team and the team that you think will flop maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had down on this, so 
surprise package I kind of wrote down. I said, um, like I said, I put down Denmark or Wales. And after a couple of games, I kind of added in Ecuador possibly. And underwhelming team, I had said France, but yeah, France was, went yeah. in one for one. So yeah. um, my, my thoughts behind that were a lot of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Pogba, Kante, now Benzema, Baran is on the bench, he's injured. They're a lot of their main players, but they have such depth that look what they did yesterday. They can bring in still like nearly world class players. Um, I went for best player, I've said Messi, and then young player was Pedri. So yeah. they're my kind of predictions. And I think this links into a question that we'll get later on as well. Yeah. From one of the listeners. Very good. Yeah, I think, look, you say Argentina is, you know, predicting your winner. I think a lot of people kind of yeah. go first. That result against Saudi Arabia, look, no one sees that coming. I mean, no. you, you have people who are in sweepstakes, you know, up and down the up and down the country, or maybe people that like to have a punt on the World Cup will be absolutely sickened with that, like, you know, but yeah, um, these results can happen at World Cups. Obviously, I, not just Saudi I, Arabia, we see Japan as well. But um Exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I had said Argentina and I put down Portugal beside it in brackets. So okay. maybe an Argentina Portugal final with Messi That'll be the Ronaldo. dream. That'll be the dream, <laughs> I think, to be honest. Hopefully. Yeah. We we can dream, can't we? Um, your dark horses then obviously Wales and Denmark yeah look I mean Wales if they get going they they could do well but mm. you know I suppose De- we have to see more of them you know there's a chance like Wales could get out of their group and Denmark can still get out of their group as well so you never know Yeah. Um. then uh, you put yeah France is the flop yeah again you're right all the all the evidence there like with injuries and stuff like that you're thinking the world champions maybe mightn't be as prepared as they as they might have might have thought but no good win for France last night and they actually look very good Dembele looks really up first like he's got loads of pace and the cross for one of Giroud's goals was absolutely class as well so mm. um, we'll have to wait and see uh, my predictions for winner I had initially had my eye on uh, the likes of Brazil now, mm. obviously, we've not seen Brazil yet, so we don't know. Uh, I've kind of like been a toss up between Brazil and Argentina. Um, but yeah, I'm going to wait and see how Brazil get on. Dark horses, I have been going on the last couple of weeks about Germany, you know. Mm. So I've seen their squad and I've kind of said, yeah, you know, they have a nice mix of young players, you know, established players in, you know, top leagues, leagues in Europe. And, you know, they did the loss today. And I suppose the one thing that I didn't kind of think about in my mind was the group that they're in. Like they're in there with Spain and the the reality is they go out next week or whenever they're playing Spain and they lose and they're gone. 100% they're gone. You know, because Spain are winning there 3-0. They look like they're on the way to three points. Um, they'll they'll probably, you know, be packing their bags, Germany, if they if they don't get anything or, or lose to Spain. Then the flop of the tournament, um, I had <laughs> I had England down. Uh, I didn't know, you know, about how their preparation would go and different things like that. Now, obviously, Iran, you have to look into the opposition and you have to look into, you know, England do have quality players. Um, but yeah, we, we'll soon we'll soon see uh, over over the next game or so. But they should qualify from that group, though, shouldn't they? England, probably more than likely. Yeah, they, they should. because And like that group, they've, four teams are in the top 20 in the world. But when you look at the four teams... 
you wouldn't think that wouldn't they're think all so. in the no. top. USA, no, you look at Wales, Wales USA, and Iran. Like hmm. you wouldn't. Iran are the top ranked Asian team. Yeah, I think they're twentieth or something in the world and nineteenth. So you wouldn't expect that. it is. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um. Yeah. So there are my predictions for the winner, dark horse, and flop of the tournament. Top scorer, best player. Uh, you had. Pedri down as uh, best young, young player and you'd mess yeah. him down as best player yeah okay best so, player yeah uh, top scorer did you mention top scorer no I didn't but again could be Messi I had um, a Neymar down as well yeah um, Miroslav Klose <laughs> yeah imagine he is the record holder at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, we always yeah. used to back him, and oh, in the we used to back the Euros and the World Cup, the and he was we used brilliant. Love, we used to love a punt on the German strikers back in the day. Yeah, World Cup yeah. twenty ten. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Messi or Neymar, and you know who could be a surprise is Giroud from yeah. top goal scorer. He's got the service. He's absolutely got yeah. the service. He's got Dembele on one one wing, and you've got Mbappe on the other, or just playing in behind him. And Griezmann, yeah. I mean, that is so, a serious front line. And we can see it now after what after the first couple of games, we can see it better from what's happening, you know. Yeah, and I with, think Giroud is Giroud is, you know, he's playing for AC Milan at the minute, but he's the kind of striker that if he gets the service, he won't have to do an awful lot. He'll just if he's in around the box, yeah, gets ahead, like obviously his area ability is is first class. He'll get his head on everything and he'll actually yeah. he's actually a good finisher as well. So you never know, like France could be, you know, could kick into gear. I was talking with my the, uh, Warren, the guy I work with, I bring him in, in and out to work and just this morning and we we're saying how Giroud is so underrated, like and he's yeah, every, every time every time it comes to Champions League over the years or with France, he's he's done the business and he doesn't get the applause the that I think yeah. or the respect. Um that he deserves because he, he can do it. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, he scored goals in the Premier League as well. And, you know, he was never, he was never without goals, you know. And then he goes on, you know, plays for Chelsea, goes on, plays for plays for AC Milan. And, you know, what, what did he scored? He scored, you know, about three or four goals in the group stages for AC Milan, I think, over the... Over That's the, right. The, he scored the, a hat-trick, didn't he? he scored, or yes, he did score a hat-trick. You're right, absolutely. Yeah, so he's a player in form, you know, so... That's yeah. it's not a bad shout now for for a top scorer punt if you're looking for somebody, but obviously yeah we are a few games in and um, you know at the time of recording this if you wanted to have a punt on someone you probably get yeah. better value at the start of the mm. at the tournament. Like we both chose teams that have scored the most goals as our most underwhelming team or yeah. team that yeah, they're exactly, going to flop yeah. like England or France. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so that's 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 our predictions pretty much for. Uh, top scorer, best player, you've done young player, um, and our winners, dark horses, and flops. So, group winners, let's quickly kind of get through mm. them. Uh, do you want to start from the from group A and just and just work our way down? Yeah, or yeah, we can go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Um, I've just kind of I've wrote them down. I've numbered one and two from each group. Yeah. Um. So. Group A, I went for Netherlands, number one, and then Ecuador, Ecuador number two. I'd agree with that, 100%. I think that's that's probably fair enough. I don't think the other two yeah. have the uh, have the capability to get out of the group at the moment. Yeah. Um, B, I've gone England, one, Wales, two. 
yeah, I think England will top that group. I think that's I think yeah. that's probably fair. Do you think USA and Wales could be you know could be, it could be tight? Yeah, absolutely. USA look decent enough, so that could be tight. Um, for that one. Uh, C Group C, Argentina and Poland, but at that second place, first place now with Argentina losing could go anyway. But that's what I went for before yeah. the games were yeah. were played. Now that could change now with yeah. the results that have happened. Absolutely, um, you would imagine Argentina oh. will win their next two games, though. Possibly, they need to. Yeah. They definitely need to get it's, to win it's the real, next it's one real to get a bit of momentum. If you lose your first group game, it's real backs to the wall time, isn't it? Yeah, like Germany now and Argentina are up against it straight away. Yeah, all because you know they lose their first game, like, and they're the big teams in the tournament. Yeah, um, absolutely. D, I've gone for France one, Denmark two. Yeah, that could absolutely happen. I think Denmark obviously picking up a point, uh, and Tunisia are uh picking up they picked up a point as well. So yeah, should have picked up a point yeah. against each other, sorry. Yeah. Um then E I've gone Germany and Spain. I didn't know which one come one or two, but looking the way after the these games here, it looks like Spain will come first. Japan have beaten Germany, so that could go anyway, but I still back yeah. Germany so, and Spain. Well, like put put it this way, right? So if Germany if Ger- like obviously, yeah, if they lose, if Germany lose to Spain, I'd say they're gone. I'd say, you know, they're probably not gonna, you know, survive that because Japan will probably beat Costa Rica, would you imagine? Now, this is all I'd hypothetical, say so. obviously. Yeah. And then I'd say so. then they're in a spot of bother then because you know, Japan and Spain, six they, points, Germany on none. They need Costa Rica to do something against Japan. Yeah. Now, look, it's not a foregone conclusion. That's, again, just hypothetically speaking. Japan, good win yeah. today. They'll be buzzing and they'll be yeah. well up for the next one. So, yeah, um, we're still going to go Spain winners anyways. And Spain and then Germany, Germany, but yeah. Japan could be now. Yeah. Uh, Group F have gone Belgium 1, Croatia 2. Yeah, obviously we haven't seen um, Belgium yet. Then you have Canada and Morocco there in that group. Morocco got the draw with Croatia today. And I, at school, we did, um, they did a draw for the teachers and they, every teacher got a, a team. So there's 32 teachers, 32 teams. And Morocco came out for me. Oh, I love And that. then we did another one for our classes, our form class. We Every teacher has a form class they see every morning. And they did the same type of draw. And everyone should... You, you don't get the same team as you did as for the teachers, yeah, but yeah, I and we ended up getting Morocco again, so we got Morocco twice. Ah, stop. So yeah, I'm back in Morocco, but even though I haven't come last in that group F, yeah. Um, group G, we have Brazil one, and then I went Serbia two, but yeah, it's hard. Like Switzerland. Cameroon, that's a tough one. But I went with Serbia, Mitrovic, and the other striker they have plays for Juventus, I think. Oh, yes, Vil, Vila, Vila Hajovic or something like that. Yes, yeah, I know the guy yes, you're on about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think in terms of attacking, they're better attack than Switzerland and Cameroon, so that might get them through. Then the last group, H, I've gone Portugal 1, Uruguay 2, and then Ghana and South Korea are in that group as well. So that's mine. I don't know if you agree with those last two, G yeah. and H. No, no. I, I was just going to say, yeah, Brazil. I expect the Brazil to finish top. Um, I think they've got more than enough. And you're right. You know, Mitrovic playing for Serbia and they have some decent players. 
you know, Switzerland, not bad, but I'd just say Serbia are probably just a little bit better. They'll get the points that they need. And then Portugal and Uruguay should qualify from Group H, but obviously we'll have to wait and see how Portugal, the mood is in the camp. I don't think that the Ronaldo situation is going to affect them too much because mm. they're still a very, very good squad of players, very talented squad of players. And I'm looking forward to see Portugal actually because I actually like to, yeah. I, like to I like to see how Portugal get, get on because obviously mm. uh, I'm, I'm a big uh, I'm a big Ronaldo fan uh, and I just want to see uh, how he reacts. He could have a great tournament. He could take all his all his anger and all his emotion and all that and just go and score a load of World Cup goals. You never know. But yeah, yeah. no, I pretty much pretty much agree with all that. Uh, and spot on. Like Uruguay still have Cavani, still have Suarez, yeah, Luis Suarez. Suarez, Suarez and- and Nunez up front, imagine. And and yeah, they have Nunez as well, who's a little bit younger than them. So yeah. maybe maybe we're sleeping on Uruguay. Maybe we're not talking about them as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but... they have Bentecourt in midfield, and they have they still have Diego Godin. Godin, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I know they're aging players, and they're not they're not young, but like quality yeah. quality players. Could be a big World Cup for them. They probably should be on our dark horse list. They probably are on a lot of people's dark horses list, to be fair. Yeah. Like, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Okay, so that is the group winners uh, wrapped up. I just want to quickly go over World Cup fantasy uh, and just give it my my general kind of review or thoughts. I'm not playing it this year now, but from what I've seen on Twitter and different stuff like that, it's not a very it's not an easy game to play. There's a lot of rule changes. There's been a lot of, you know, things change at the last minute. There's no application for us to play it through your phone or whatever. You can, there's only the desktop website. And I think the rules in general are probably just driving people a little bit crazy. So I was going to play uh work of fantasy because obviously I played Euros fantasy uh, last year and it was actually quite decent, but it was through the UEFA app. Uh, this year though, no, I just, I, I looked at the FIFA app kept directing me to the website and I just read through the rules and I was like, no, not for me. I have enough, I have enough going on. I play, I play a little bit of Champions League fantasy and uh, then normal, normal FPL. I think that is more than enough. But uh, if you do play World Cup fantasy, please get in touch and let us know what you think of it because uh, I'm just always interested to hear how people uh, enjoy some of these games. Right. Question time. Uh, Dara, do you have the questions in front of you there? We can just kind of... Uh, Zip through them. Actually, before you get into the questions, there I just I put up a tweet there. I said we were recording the World Cup po- podcasts and we wanted to see if anyone had any opinions. And uh, FPL winning, uh, Seamus. Uh, I was chatting to him over the last couple of weeks. So Seamus, if you're listening, uh, I hope uh, you're keeping well. Thanks a million for the comment. Uh, we hope to have him on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. He said he'll come on and chat a little bit of FPL with myself and Dar. Um, so he says. Uh, the obvious ones have impressed them. The French front three uh, and Jude Bellingham. So he's mm-hmm. he's obviously enjoyed watching France last night. And uh, we did touch on it there that they're actually playing really well. And uh, obviously Jude Bellingham uh, probably brings England a different dimension as well. So uh, thanks yeah, for excellent. Yeah, he was very good. Thanks a million for the comments. Uh, FPL winning. We hope to chat to you soon. Uh, Dara, you have a few other bits there to get through. Uh, what have you got for us? Yeah, so a question from um, David Rooney, a guy I used to work with, and he's moved back to, he's working in Ireland now. He moved back to Ireland there last year. Um, so his questions were, any players to look out for in the World Cup? So what I kind of did was, 
I kind of started from the top players and then I worked down to a few players that we could look out for in this for that question. So I've said the obvious ones, Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Mbappe, Payne. Um, they're the ones that obviously you're going to be top of our list. But after that, then you have the likes of Foden, Lewandowski, Son, Bale, um, Kevin De Bruyne, Di Maria. And they're obvious ones. They're world-class players and the ones that should play well. But then I kind of, well, I said, right, I'll go for players that are outside of that and like um, like a Pulisic, a Christian Eriksen, Darwin Nunes could be on that list. And then like for players that like could do well um, and we mightn't be looking at, so like Jack Grealish, uh, Serge Nabry, uh, Pedri, and Alfonso Davies for Canada, um, Lucas Paqueta, he plays for West Ham, he's Brazilian. I think like the likes of Jacka as well will impress, even though he's he's more of a defensive midfielder. And uh, Jao Palina, who plays for Fulham, and he's playing for Portugal. And I'm very impressed with him this season. So their players kind of that um would be interesting or maybe an outside shout outside those top players that I mentioned. Um, also, just that Weston McKinney for USA, he kind of impressed me the last day against Wales and he plays for Juventus. So he's someone that we could watch out for as well. Uh, so next question then, he said, who may go far based on group difficulty? Now, it's like we're halfway through kind of some of the games. So picking that out, I don't know if you have any input on that, Steve, but what do you think? Um, Who may go far based on group group difficulty? To be honest, I think you have to look at the World Cup chart and kind of see where the winners yeah. of each group are going to end up and who's going to play who. Because I think that paints the bigger picture. Now, I've, just, yeah. I've, I've not looked at the World Cup group chart I, and the, the planner, I, so maybe... Yeah, I have it here. Yeah, absolutely. I have it here in front of me. Um, but yeah, that's a good way to look at it because you have to kind of work it out. Um, if you're looking at like A and A and C, you have Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Then you have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. So they can all meet each other. And then on the other side, you have E and G, and you have Spain. Um, you have. Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Yeah. So that's they're all going to meet at some stage on that side. Yeah. On the other side, you probably have your England, your France, Denmark, Belgium, Croatia, yeah. Portugal. So yeah, it's worth it's worth having a look at the planner for yourself and kind of having yeah. having a look to see. You know, you'll be able to make a decision then about who's probably. We actually will actually when I get off the podcast tonight. I'll have a look at it and see. And next week when we come back, when we're doing our review of the week, then we'll um we'll kind of do a bit more of a breakdown on it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah we'll, definitely we'll probably have a better it. idea as well after that more games are yeah, played full, as well. full round of first games and into yeah. the second games anyways. Yeah, like Argentina, that's probably the hardest side, the A, C, E, yeah. and because you have Brazil and Argentina on that side. Um, he asked for our predictions, which we've gone through already. So, um, if he's listening to it, he can hear those predictions. Yep. Both of us went went through. Yep. Um, 
Absolutely. Perfect. And then, yeah, that was his main questions. And another question then from Warren. And uh, Warren has sent us in a few questions. And um, he said, who should be the England goalkeeper? So um, we kind of had a little bit of discussion before this. I would have went for Pope. But uh, what I had said before the tournament started, I said Pickford um, will probably be chosen because of um, Southgate's loyalty. And he's played in European final, Euro final, and he has that bit of experience, whereas Pope or Ramsdale don't. So, yeah, I probably would have gone for Pope, but yeah. Pickford was the choice in the end. So I don't yeah. know if you what you think of that. Maybe you go yeah. for Ramsdale. No, no, absolutely no. I think uh, that's that's probably that's probably fair. Um, yeah, I mean Jordan Pickford's. Yeah, he's played he played a lot for Southgate. It probably makes a lot of sense to kind of stick yeah. with, with what he knows. Um, do you have any more questions there or anything we can keep for that next That is the main ones, yeah. That's all right. the questions that we um, got in from David Rooney. Thanks, David Rooney, and thanks, Warren Hartley, for the, for the yeah. questions. Cheers, lads. Absolutely, uh, gentlemen. Uh, as always, uh, you can send in stuff to us on Twitter at FantasylandFDL. Uh, as I said, we're not covering too much Fantasy Premier League stuff for the next few weeks. But uh, yeah, you can still send in World Cup stuff uh, because we'll be back next week to go through uh, the World Cup week in full. Believe it at that, so um, I'm going to go down and I'm going to watch uh, the rest of the Spain match. Uh, Dara, mm. you can actually, I'll actually uh, relieve you of your duties now and you can go and watch the Spain game <laughs> now. You don't have to. It's like, it's like soccer Saturday here. You're just kind of like, oh, there's a goal, there's a goal. <laughs> um, Live. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, uh, good, good, good old, uh, good old crack uh, discussing World Cup stuff here today. Actually, it's nice to do something different than FPL because uh, you know FPL can be very kind of straight line. Sometimes you're just looking at players, prices, form, stuff like that. At least with World yeah. Cup, you have a little bit more wiggle room. I think next week on the pod, we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite World Cup memories and stuff like that. So if anybody's into that, then you can send them in. You know, maybe you remember a certain game or one of your favourite World Cup finals, or maybe an Irish game that, that you watched over the years, um, send it in, and we'll give it a mention on the podcast. Okay, Dara, thanks a million for joining me once again. We'll do it all again next week, for sure. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, it was good Good to be back. And to be nice back. to talk a bit of World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll be back next week with more. So enjoy the World Cup. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, take care and good luck.